Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Inner Grove. We've What's got up, Baby Punch, Sandwich Punch. I'm going to be doing a play stream for you guys tonight. It'll be pretty casual. We're just going to go over some, uh, a few items. Sandwich Punch, what are we going over real quick? Just a quick outline. Yeah, so let's go over, let's talk about the announcement from this afternoon. So we'll talk about the NPCs, the new NPCs throughout the map. Let's talk about the egg drop, the uh, egg drop event. Let's do like a hero market check. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about combat um, and the, the quote Final Fantasy XII Gambit system for those that maybe aren't familiar with that. And then I also wanted to kind of like talk about the Gen Zero reroll, potential reroll. So let's yeah, get into to... it. I So I personally never played Final Fantasy. I know you played some Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. So that combat system is completely unfamiliar to me. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, to so see it's a really interesting one. How that kind of pans out. And 10x eggs coming up. So... I know some people might not love that. Some people might love it, but so maybe we just touch on so the announcement. Let me pull it up here, and we won't uh, read through it all. But so essentially, there's a Gaia Song event, which is going to be dropping ten times the number of eggs starting April. Let's see, April fifteenth, seven p.m. Eastern time through April 18th at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So roughly three days there of 10x drop rates for eggs. So how do you feel about that particularly? Um, you know, I know it's like super controversial, at least. I don't know why. why <laughs> maybe it says something about me, but the people that I, I guess it's the people that I follow on Twitter are, um, they're either like super bullish or super bearish and a lot of them hate this and I can understand why I mean the market uh, the market for eggs from what I could tell dipped pretty bad right after the announcement but I mean if we keep things in perspective it's 10x drop rate over three days so I mean basic math tells you you can like cram in what would have been taking you 30 days of of a you know bite at the egg apple you could cram that into three days so it does it suck for people who hold eggs uh, right now it does if you're set if you're selling it but I, I still don't think that this like i don't think three days is gonna like crater the market the initial news yeah. yes people were dumping but um and we still have the hatchery that is going to be super exciting you know like if you're pulling like the mythic also the the cool thing about this you know, I'll call it the cool thing, the silver lining, whatever you want to say, because um, I know a lot of people hate it, you know, and then that is everyone has their opinion on it. But this is going to allow people who maybe have one hero who just like can't get an egg for the life of them to <clears throat> maybe have a chance to get one finally before yeah. the hatchery happens. So, so to put it into perspective, cool. I have roughly 50 heroes is what I've kind of averaged 
over the course of let's see when did forging and fishing come out it's got to be what over Dude. six months ago six seven months ago probably like pretty that. i don't think it's seven but probably pretty close to, to six yeah so to put it into perspective i have only ever found 18 total eggs from seven months of questing with roughly 50 heroes i do not think that in three days that even with the 10x we are not going to see a massive influx of eggs like sure people will have more and it'll be sweet to stack up a couple more but honestly in 30 days i'm lucky if i find two eggs like maybe my luck particularly is just really bad but uh i just don't see us I don't see the market like all of a sudden be just completely saturated and flooded with eggs. I think it's exactly like you said. It'll give someone the opportunity who has one or two or three heroes that is hunting for their first egg or maybe has one. Maybe they'll get two eggs. You know, maybe they'll ha maybe they'll be able to find another one. Maybe they won't. So <clears throat> I think it's a good thing. I know a lot of people who are like, oh, the egg market is shot, but it's like that. Nah. We're not getting that many. I mean, so. it is. It is. It, it did get shot when everyone panic sold them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, let's see what happens in, um, you know, in, at the end of the three day period. I I don't see this being like a long term thing. So. No, neither do I. Um. All right. So, like, let's go. Let's just go click on all the NPCs real quick. So the NPCs they've already mentioned these are going to be the training quests. I I think. Hubert referred to them as training quests. Fox referred to them as stat quests. I, either way, it's this. I think they're talking about the same thing. I also think this is the quest they referenced a few weeks ago when they said that um, Hopabell, because they were talking about like what you know what kind of content can we get out ASAP, and I think this is the quest they were talking about that Hopabell uh, was working on. Could hmm. be wrong, but that's. I mean, there's no other quest really other than that and profession quests before land tournaments that they've talked about so that's my guess so yeah let's hit it up so i found I all eight of them you didn't find all eight of them no i had I to show not. you where they were <laughs> um so let's go to the tavern first okay let's hit the tavern so there's eight of them and so guys these are the training stat quests and there's eight stats so um obviously that's kind of how that's going to work so click on that guy in the blue and green right there Card game, Lucky Mo. I mean, I'm going to guess this is a luck-based yeah. stat game. So I think they said next week, next week's patch. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. So uh, the guy think, like, these training quests are going to... <clears throat> I guess, what do you suspect? What is your kind of forecast for what these are actually going to do? So, I mean, let me look at the announcement again real quick, just to make sure I don't like my speculation isn't completely off. Um, da, 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 eight I think next they week. They just said it was a new way to gain experience. <laughs> yeah, so it says, profession. provide training quests to challenge your heroes and put their individual attributes to the test. These will provide a brand new way for heroes to excel independent of their primary profession. See if you can find so, them all and make sure your heroes are ready. So I think it'll be a quest kind of that gives rewards and it'll be solely based off of your stat. Your that 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 specific stat has nothing to do with your class other than the 
you know, indirectly class mm -hmm. impact stack growth. It will have nothing to do with your profession. So that's kind of cool. And maybe there's, maybe this opens up more hero utility in the sense that like, cool. it's not just miners that have value, which yeah. kind of seems to be the case on the tavern right now. So oh, who's the second cool. guy? What was he? So, arm, okay, this one, arm wrestling. Strength, that's gotta be strength. What about the, the Chica next to the stairs? Darts. Darts. Yeah, I'm gonna guess dexterity. Dexterity. So there's that. there's three. Why don't we hit the marketplace? Okay. Yeah, let's talk, and we could talk about after we hit them all, like, or maybe while we're hitting them all, like, what those rewards might look like. I I don't see this being a thing where you just like can can uh, grind it out and get tons of stats. That would kind of defeat the purpose of yeah. Or leveling. kind of break the leveling. It would break benefits like attunement crystals and enhancement stones. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I was talking with your brother earlier, and like he mentioned, hey, I think well, one of the rewards might be crystals. So maybe one Ooh, of the rewards you get, because cool. right now we have no way to get crystals and stones other than the perilous journey event that happened. Mm -hmm. So I could see if you do this, maybe you have a chance to get crystals and maybe a really low chance for like a stone since stones are so OP. Do All you right. anticipate like experience? Yeah, yeah, I okay. would be shocked. Yeah. I mean, experience is so big. It would be like, I, I would have to imagine yeah. that it's going to be similar to experience you could spend or get from your stamina spent profession questing. Otherwise, I don't know if people would do it if, yeah, you, exactly. if you have to completely forego experience. All right, so what do we got in the marketplace? The little kid. So we've got Game of Ball. <sighs> game of Ball. Uh, maybe Agility? Speed? I could see it maybe being Agility. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That one's tough. Game of Ball. I don't even know what game they could be referring to. Like Bocce Ball or something? <laughs> game of Ball. He's holding a bocce looking ball. All right. And then we got top right. Yep. He's got dancing. Okay. I mean, I could see Dancer being like Dex or Agility or Dexterity too. Who knows? Uh, maybe Intelligence or Wisdom. Like, can't be a clumsy bozo like myself to dance. <laughs> bloater ball people are saying bloater ball dodge ball all right that's five so let's go to the so five. castle 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 is that five yeah that's five yep. so jester hasn't jester's been here for a while oh wait this isn't an event he's not one of them though um yeah he might not be one of them I so can't. okay so there's Let's let's assume he's not. Then you've got the guy on the right. bench right above him. Yeah, Jester, Jester, probably not it. Oh, right there. Belsarn. Okay. Belsarn says this has got to be vitality. I could definitely see that. This guy, the puzzle solving. Oh no, uh, Belsarn was saying dancing could be vitality. Oh, yeah, I yeah, can see that. I can see that. Puzzle solving. That's got to be like intelligence, intelligence or wisdom. Or, or wisdom. Yeah. All right. So that puts us at six. Then six. All right. Was I know where the last two then. In the yeah. So go to. No, I think that's it for the castle. Go to the alchemist. Okay. Alchemist assistants. You know, he's talking about reminding him every time he blows off his beard. I, I'm guessing that's wisdom. Okay. And then the, the last, last one is in one. the garden. 
the very oh, bottom. Right. I mean, what stat have we not really covered here? Um, endurance, maybe. That's strength. Endur yeah, endurance, maybe. Take pride in carrying mm. the business through another generation, mom and pa. Yeah, uh, I could see. I don't know. I could see endurance there, vitality. Cool. So there's sure. the eight people. I mean, that that is our thoughts. You know, I I said maybe like attunement crystals as a reward. You know, experience attunement crystals, maybe a super low drop for an enhancement stone. What do you think? You yeah, idea? I could see. I think those would all be really good. Uh, rewards to get um i'm trying to think if they do you think jewel could it all be a reward for some of these um <clears throat> i doubt it because when they were talking about token utility like in use of jewel well no i mean maybe maybe i, I just don't i don't see jewel being a reward here yeah um and if it is, it would be less than the gardens because the gardens, the gardens is currently the only uh, mm -hmm. quest that pulls from the quest pool, and I just don't see you getting more more jewel yeah. from a quest like this than you do from garden. Exactly. Yeah, I don't anticipate that either. Although they made it sound like like future quests, harder quests, you would be getting jewel, right? I mean, yeah, at least I think especially PvP, there will be other stuff that pulls Jewel, yes. Okay, so not necessarily related to your lock balance, not necessarily related to your LP, but Straight just quest plain pool. old quest that, you know, puts everyone on level grounds. Yeah. Um, I could. Sorry, guys, I'm gonna like obnoxiously drink some of this water. I'm trying to drink more water, and I know this is like ridiculous how big this is. <laughs> but I've like, it's like got. What is this like a hundred out or 140 ounces and i'm trying to drink more water this is what i started at so i've only gotten through that much in the entire day so <laughs> you can see how well it's going please bring that to the gym with you next time and just be one of those gym bros with my that... bag bring my bag and <laughs> carry it with me to each machine exactly <clears throat> um yeah i could honestly see gold being a drop for a lot of these quests yeah so maybe runes be... Maybe some runes. So we'll see. All right. Okay. There's NPCs. There's our rampant speculation on what training quests might be. Let's take a look at the hero market. What a. You want to pull that up? Or you want me to yep. pull up the tavern? I've got that. Let's see. All right. So, I mean, what do you check for? I, like, I'm typically looking at. Typically, wow. I'm typically <laughs> looking to see, like, what's the floor on a mythic? What's the floor price generally? What's yeah. a Gen 1, 10 out of 10? Um, that's kind so, of thing. So we're looking yeah, 35 look at the price. Yep, 35 is the floor. Um, and then I, when I'm looking to just see if there's any really good deals, like my most high priority is level. So because that is represented a lot of time. So if there's anyone that's just trying to fire sell a really high level hero, like, to me, that is the highest value. So. Yeah, so like, let's take a look. Like, what's like a level six running for? Let's like see. a floor level six here, because that I most I don't have any guys that are level seven unless they went on perilous journey and survived. So six for like someone who's Holy. questing 
pretty efficiently. Okay, 48. 48 so 13, joule for a level. 13 joule off the floor represents essentially six months worth of questing. That is so, nutty to me. What about like, um, yes, go down here. Let's, okay, so he's 60 for an uncommon. 60 for an uncommon. What kind see. of stats? Go look, go look there at that. There is a level six paladin for 75 jewel. Like, do you think that is a. Uh, look, let me see its stats. That's pretty like well rounded, you know. Yeah, not like min maxed. What about go back up to that floor one, forty eight? I'm curious to see their stats. The forty eight one. Yeah. Foraging dex and honestly, that's a pretty boss forager. Twenty eight dex or foraging stats. <sighs> yeah, I mean nothing crazy, but this level six is a pretty big i mean see if we went up to a we, we know profession level 10 profession quests and guys keep in mind that's that's profession skill level not your hero level those are coming up so i mean what's so look at this what's the floor price on a, on a level 10 profession like let's just look up let's just assume they roll it out the same way as fish like as they did the same cadence like look at a level 10 like forager or fisher. What's Let's the floor on that? So if you go to the stats, yeah. I feel like level ten is pretty low though. Like yeah, most hit up hit up fifteen. Hit up fifteen. So that was ten. Okay, wow. You only go up 1.79 joule from the yeah. 10 floor. So the cool thing about level 15 is like you're gonna, whenever level 10 profession quests come out, and I'm not gonna like even take a guess, but you're gonna be five profession skills into that one, so your rewards will obviously be better. Mm -hmm. And again, for those who don't know how it works, it's like you've got two stats that are applicable to each profession, and then the, the majority of the reward roll rates are dependent on your profession skill level. As your profession skill level goes up. The chance of you getting nothing goes down, and the chance of you getting the various items for that profession quest go up. We don't know the formula, so we don't know exactly like you know what the roll rate is for someone who's level 18 profession skill on these level zero quests. But I mean, it is it does go up quite a bit. Like yeah. I rarely come back with nothing. Like I, my mm -hmm. guys are mul constantly pulling multiple like fish. <sighs> runes a lot of stuff all right what about like mythic what, what are like mythics running for all right let's go check out a mythic here ragnaloth 420 i i kind of have to disagree with you on this one man he says no one cares about profession because even if it's high the stats have more impact um i actually don't know where you you're pulling that from because the last i heard on this Profession skill determines two-thirds of the outcome of your rewards, and stats account for one-third. But why don't you look why don't you look at this? I'm a, I'm actually gonna go check that in the docs. Make sure I'm not like No, I believe that's correct. So um yeah, profession I you're probably um deriving that from the fact that 
no one really cares about forging or fishing anything other than essentially uh mining or gardening but the fact is when we start getting these higher level profession quests the rewards could be we don't know where the rewards are going to be but they could be drastically better like what we have right now are level zero quests so once we get to a level 10 required quest or 20 required quests then no rewards could be significantly better so i would say right now yeah it's probably pretty undervalued but in terms of the game and as it continues to develop like those are going to be a lot more valued right now people value stats more because you know all the hypes around combat and the land tournament being based on stats so yeah that's where the focus is and the hype is but um i wouldn't go as far as to say that no one really cares about them it's just because the focus isn't on those right now yeah um i went back to like the lost annals of gaia articles that i used to write and i mean that i mean that hasn't changed so hubert definitely said two-thirds for the level zero profession quest two-thirds comes benefit comes from the profession skill and one-third from the stats so you would have to like i mean you would have to be like some yoked main class subclass aligned guy that has like crazy stats for the two stats to have it outweigh the profession skill and honestly that actually i mean i don't even know why we're like still talking about it so i'm sorry i keep going on but like the gardening formula was given to us and it's pretty easy to tell like if you plug in numbers and varying stats and gardening profession skill level the skill level for gardening drastically like drastically outweighs stat the yeah. wisdom and vitality so floor right now on a mythic is 300 jewel seems that's gone up a bit yeah look at that 305 for a level five yeah, you know, I kind of like buying level fours. I've only bought in two mythics, but level fours are kind of fun because it's it's kind of fun to hit the dice on that level five level up. Yeah, that is a big one. It's plus ten stats at level five. Yeah. Let's just curiosity here. Level seven mythic. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's Ooh, that's eleven. Different, like, uh, wait, wait, I want to see the stats on oh, this, bro. Boy. That also, is a heavy paladin. King Baka. 30, look at that. 38, 38 strength. strength. What? 28 vitality. 27 endurance. What? 35 wisdom. Dang. Dude, that guy is yoked. Yoked. Holy cow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you gotta have deep I mean, are pockets. you buying? Are you buying? Are you selling? Like, what are you um, doing? So you, I, you've got your Gen Zeros. What are yeah, you doing I've with got your plenty selling? of heroes right now. I feel really comfortable with the quantity of heroes. I have a good breakdown of heroes. I've got, I think I only have one mythic. I have several legendaries. I have a bunch of rares. So I feel like I have a well-rounded lineup that I have continued to level. And uh, I think they're going to be good for combat. They're high profession skill. So I'm going to take the crew I have into the late, late game. So if I'm purchasing hero, I'm definitely not 
purchasing like a low level hero it would have to be some yoke like that paladin something high level because i'm not grinding six more months just to get that hero caught up yeah yeah i i like can't stomach the thought of leveling a guy up from level one again so when i summon with my gen zeros i i usually just resell it and honestly i'm like i'm kind of rolling the dice because i'm hoping for like a high rarity or an advanced class because otherwise it generally loses money yeah on the summon so so on that note though we did kind of do a, sh a small little breakdown because before we did a farm of gen one virgins pairing them summoning and there was a point where it was pretty profitable we were making some good money um what did we find out now though how does that uh so because yeah we did that back in around east denver and we mm -hmm. were like the numbers were working out really well and even with gen one prices dropping to like 58 60 we're like okay maybe this makes more sense and we can it is even more profitable but we ran through the cost of like all right if i summon first five summons so what you're really banking for is a gen two five out of five advanced class and it's just the numbers like statistically just don't work out you will lose money generally if you try to do that summon farm yeah. unless you get lucky yep you got to hit some advanced and even at that you've got to hit some like rarities so yeah it's just really stemmed because i mean even uh gen 2 9 of 9 is basically selling at the floor yep that's what's crazy so. it's like there's like there's the floor and then there's like the the range of heroes that fall within floor price and five jewel from that floor price is crazy yeah like it doesn't scale it's not like a nine out of nine sells for much more than a one out of one gen two like those they're going to be the same price yeah on the market that just seems nuts to me <laughs> by the way ios code buy that paladin yeah right i don't got those deep pockets i'm off to take a loan out from sandwich punch <laughs> Do you think I've got those deep pockets? And first of all, I don't, I don't know if you're credit worthy. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> true. Let's see. Noah Money says, "Do you guys know if the rise in XP required every level will be linear over time or exponential?" Well, I don't think it's linear currently. Definitely not linear. Um, like it goes up quite a bit more. Yeah. So I see it definitely see it being exponential. But I also see like pve later subsequent quests will also like scale exponentially the experience that they give you like i mean at this rate and based off of like the regression of the first 10 levels or 11 levels like i mean you'd be like a lifetime of questing to hit level 50. Oh, so yeah. um i fully it will, anticipate higher we'll, we'll level quests giving much more experience because right now it's it would be impossible <laughs> to hit level yeah 50. let's let's talk about maybe keep it let's see if, let's see if there's any questions that we haven't answered and then let's i want to talk i want to walk people through like the final fantasy 12 gambit system i don't want to spend a lot of time but just to give people an idea of what that means because they said that this combat system will look similar to that um yeah i think I think we've answered most of them. If, if you guys have more questions, like hit it, hit us up in the chat. We'll we'll keep an eye. 
Adventures of DeFi Kingdom. What's up, guys? So here it is. I'm going to share my boys. screen. So this is a, a screenshot from a video about the Final Fantasy XII Gambit system. So, so break kinda, this down simply. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. even familiar with no, this bad boy. It's so cool, though. It's really cool. So like, if you think of the traditional Final Fantasy, you've got like the enemies on one side, your guys are on the other side, and it's just like turn-based, like attack, and they just you know take turns. Final Fantasy XII kind of changed things up a lot in the sense that it was it's active like you're running around and then like you don't take a bunch of actions like you set predetermined actions like if then statements it's almost like you're programming your guy to be like hey when this happens i want you to do this and i want that to be number one priority if that's if there's nothing to do in that priority go to the next and it just it's like a it's just like a, a script it's just like it goes through until it hits the one it's like okay now execute this so what happens is you go into a battle and all three of your guys or all four of your guys that are fighting, they just have this programmed AI that you've set and that you can set on the fly. You can also just change it in between. And it's kind of cool. Like you're trying to optimize and maximize how your guys work together. So like, let me just show you, this guy has eight gambits. Um, and again, this isn't, I'm not saying this is how DeFi Kingdoms is going to work, but this is, they said it would be similar. So it has eight gambits here and it would just be like, okay, it's like a program and it's a number one priority is if an ally is KO'd, I want you to Phoenix down. That's um, in Final Fantasy, that's the like revive. So like that's the number one priority. That means it's like constantly checking for that. So let's say he's like attacking and he's doing some of these other actions. If one of your guy gets knocked out, it immediately will go to that and say, hey, look, somebody's KO'd and execute this action and it will revive them. If there's nobody KO'd to revive, then it just skips that and goes to the next one. It says, okay, if you're under 30% magic points, use ability charge, which gives you more mana. If you don't, so like if nobody's KO'd and you're not below 30% MP, like it will just skip over those until those are true. The next one would be if an ally status is blind, use eye drops. That's the equivalent of like the, you know, an sure. item that cures blind. So like you can see what it's doing here. It's like, so those five things are kind of like positive ally buffs. If any of those happen, he will automatically prioritize and do those before he goes back to attacking. So if none of those five things, none of those five conditions are met, it'll say, okay, um, let's attack a foe. And if that foe status is critical HP, so if they're really low, cast the poach ability. Well, what happens if none of your foes are critical HP? Well, it will skip that and go to the next one and be like, okay, attack whoever the party leader's attacking. And after that, it would just be like, and if the party leader isn't attacking someone, then it would just be the, this would be the like catch-all. Like if nothing else is happening, if none of the other conditions are met, just go and attack the closest foe. So you can rearrange the priorities and of those. And like, it's kind of cool because if you think about it, what if you put foe, this number eight one, foe nearest visible, what if you put that at priority one well, what would happen is your guy would never take any of these other actions. Like he would, because that would be priority one. If there's a foe near, a, a nearby visible foe, he would always prioritize that over any other action because priority one. So it's a really cool system. Uh, it leads to a lot of strategy. I wish I could like play this video because um, one of the creators of Final Fantasy 12, let me see, he talks about, he compares it to the NFL because if you think about it, it's like you're taught 
if you're playing football, you're like you're taught, like if the defense is lined up a certain way, I do this. Once the play is snapped, if certain um, defenders move certain ways, then I change and do this. And it's like this, if then kind of, and it's a, it's a similar thing. So honestly, I think it's super cool. It should be a lot of fun. Do you think uh, that will be the case for each hero? So we know that stacks are going to be three heroes. Do you think you'll have to line up these stacks of decisions for each hero? I would assume so because each hero is going to have different abilities, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet that it'll be like, you know, you're, if you have a priest who has healing skills, you could set like a priority number one to be, hey, anytime anybody drops below 50%, um, heal, cast your heal spell. And then, you know, maybe your next priority would be anytime my priest, because my priest is the one healing everyone, anytime he gets below 30% mana, use a magic potion. So I so I don't see how you could do that without being able to sign that for each yeah. hero, but... Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is it's not even close to the case of the strongest team is always going to win. If it's like Final Fantasy XII, no. Like, it's going to be a lot of strategy, and... Yeah. Um, it's going to be cool because like, I'm sure a meta will evolve, and the, but there will be ways to plan against the meta because if you know what the meta is, you're like, I know how everyone's... I hate to keep calling it gambits because it's going to be a different system. But I mean, but if you know how everyone's like programming their like if-then statements, like you can plan against that. And, um, Interesting. And you know, maybe plan to like take actions that would kind of mess that up because the other thing you have to account and this is where i think agility comes in is it's not like you can just like constantly spam these things you'll be you'll have like a timer bar like and of how fast you can take actions and until you're like again i'm speculating here but until your timer bar is full like you can't take an action and so that's why it's important to have high agilities because you can take actions quicker hmm. so you're saying that revive when someone's below 50 percent is not something that you will just continually revive. You'll you'd have, have to have you'd have yeah, to have mana. Right. I mean, you'd have to have mana or an item if that's a thing. You would also, you know, have to be able to like take another action. I'm guessing. Hmm. So, so Seahawk, I just wanted to address this real fast. Sorry. Yeah. He says, "Are you hearing combat will be like FF12?" Yes. So I'm sharing here the transcript of the AMA. Somebody's asked, I know there'll be limitations for combat based on blockchain tech. One might be a gambit system like FF12. And he said, we are planning on doing something like a gambit system for combat. So that's why we're talking about this right now. We're not just like blatantly speculating. We're, I, I'm just, I was, uh, we're explaining how Final Fantasy 12's gambit system worked. So you guys could kind of get a sense of how this might look. So, so um, the Wander asked, so then will abilities be revealed for this next week? So I, I believe this is the combat. Combat isn't coming out next week. It's those training quests that we'll be launching. So not necessarily, exactly. uh, no, combat's not coming out. I believe those abilities would probably have to be announced um, before like P2E or PVP comes out so that we can actually do this gambit system but that's not that's not next week though yep agreed um 
So Gambit, that's how that works. I'm sure there's probably Final Fantasy 12 was like a really obscure one in my opinion. I don't think it was nearly like it's not like the blockbuster Final Fantasy 12 or Final Fantasy 10 or FF14. But um you so mean yeah, Final I hope Fantasy this is Fantasy 7, right? What did I say? Did I say that? Final Fantasy 12 <laughs> after you said it's not like the blockbuster Final Fantasy 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant 7, you know, Cloud Strife, the big giant sword. Seven's the iconic one. Yeah. Okay. Um 40 minutes in. Okay. Do you want to talk should we talk about Gen Zero reroll? Yeah. So oh, that'll yeah, be interesting. And you kind of clarified um let's see. So yeah, let's just read it. Uh, here. So, yeah, the question is, and I don't want to get super in the weeds, guys. It's complicated. Uh, Metez put out an awesome video on the issue with why they need to do this. But n let it suffice to say just that if they don't do some sort of reroll, over time, the genes will be very skewed, and the Crystal Veil genes could be like crazy OP in the sense that they would have tons of DR1 aligned heroes, or they would just be too rare. So, what they what Hubert mentioned is they would do a reroll. And after I explain this real quick, I'm curious what your thoughts are on this baby punch. But essentially, you wouldn't reroll your main class. So, if you have an archer, he would stay an archer, but. What would reroll is, um, let's just pull up a hero here. Uh, two, five. So what would not reroll is your main your main class. So this guy's a priest, but his main class recessive genes are knight, wizard, wizard. So these, he mentioned that these would reroll. Am I sharing my screen? Yep, you are. Okay, and that the subclass, the actual subclass would have a chance to reroll. So like say your guy's a thief thief, he could now be a thief and then the subclass berserker. could be one of 10 genes. So it could be this eight original or like you said, a berserker and then the three recessives as well for the subclass. So dominant and recessive for the subclass, just recessive for the main class. I think it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. What do you what do you think? No, I really like it. I think this is the most logical and might be the only option for them to overcome this barrier they have outside of releasing all the all the rest of the heroes but uh i like it i think it's a good way to mix up the genes and prevent like you said that really op crystal veil heroes that are r r1 d1 or dr1 lined berserkers and seers so i i like it i will definitely be re-rolling some of my heroes or my heroes yeah i have so i have three gen zeros two of them i will not be re-rolling um because they are dr1 aligned already Oof. so i don't really gain i don't really stand to benefit much from a re-roll there and that's okay like i think they they if they do it this way i think they realize like there are some I, the one thing I, I'm like not like the biggest fan of is that if they do this every expansion, you know, your Gen Zeros, mm -hmm. I know yours aren't DUR one lined, you're gonna get four bites at the apple. Every yep. time every time I wanna say four bites of the apple, I mean four bites of the apple to get your dominant main class 
an R1 gene aligned. Yep. Every time, every roll, that those chances are less because there will be, uh, you know, this time there's 10 heroes to select from the recessive pool. Next time it'll be 12, and then finally 14. Am I thinking about that right? Um, so the that will have an indirect impact of like reducing the value of DR1, but that's I think that's fine. It's it's way yeah. better than the alternative. Way yeah. better than the alternative. I think it's really their only option of how to solve this solution. So, um, yeah, I personally like it, and I will be rerolling mine. But like you said, and like others, I know there was a comment in the chat. The, some people will not choose to reroll because they have those strong aligned genes. So, and that's totally fine. I believe he said that they were going to try to incentivize people to do it. So there might be, um, you know, rewards, maybe jewel, maybe crystal, maybe other items. So I think I mean, they're, I could... they're planning on incentivizing it. Yeah, that, that might be the case. I could also see the incentive being like, hey, you get another crack, a bite at the apple. Like that should be good enough for you. So there I is, I mean, they do, they do do they do have an incentive to incentivize it because it is in like the interest of the entire ecosystem to have the mm -hmm. genes more balanced but at the same time like i don't think they want to go and you know give a ton of benefits for this like um but who knows uh do you let's see anything else you want to talk about otherwise um, i can go to the hero giveaway yeah i don't think there was anything specific that we needed to touch on um Maybe we'll just keep keep an eye on the chat, see if anyone's got specific questions. Yeah, I haven't been really looking. Let, let me just let's skim real quick. Quick. Oh, one thing that we never really gave much attention to was that website with all the airdrops. Yeah. Well, it's just the Crystal related ones, right? Oh, is it just Crystalville related airdrops? Yeah. Like it's I mean some of them have oh, jewel, it. but it okay. was the ones that were like folks on Crystalville. Okay. But I mean, I think the only thing outstanding on Serendel is like there's uh like this. They've airdropped the crystal, they have not airdropped the jewel yet. This one they've already airdropped the jewel. Really at this point it's just let's see. This one? the jewel for this one the jewel for hero levelers and raffle tickets um and then on serendel we still have let's see i know there's amulet but that will probably be when amulets come out obviously so who knows how far down the road that one is yeah yeah they have the snapshot the snapshot for that one is out um i actually did want to talk about this question from belsarn belsarn how's it going man i love seeing all your stuff you're a really smart guy i see you all commenting a lot on reddit and in the discord so i mean i don't want to get super in the weeds on this because like the issue came spawned from a really technical thing but i thought they did i thought they were pretty clear on what they wanted to do with it so those transcendent genes said, I thought they said, like, before you can do combat, you're going to have to go and re-roll. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, let's see. 
guys, long story short, the first 19 Gen Zeros um, erroneously had a chance to have a higher than basic ability in their recessive genes. What that did is as those Gen Zeros populated, the recessives came out on some of their, their um, progeny and whatever you want to call it. And that's, that essentially created like a transcendent genes that shouldn't have been available until it essentially be like a dread knight essentially popping up accidentally. Although these abilities are no, not going to have near the impact that like main class has. So essentially there was an issue with that. And I see, he said, what we'd be looking to do is prior to combat being out, we would have something in place where any hero that would essentially also carry these would be required to go and perform a process. And it would essentially wipe those and reroll their genes. However, if it if it looks, you know, I'm sure they have something they can scrape blockchain data. If it looks like it was possible to get that transcendent through legitimate ways, then they would allow them to keep it. I was so, gonna say that has got to be a ball of wire. Like, how do you untangle the entire gene pool? I know there's it's the blockchain and you can trace everything back, but that's got to be 3,000 3, heroes. Um, I mean, because the, there's like APIs, there's like other websites out here that like you can track all the way up to the, you know, original Gen Zero. So I, hmm. I suspect that they'll be able to do it relatively easy just based on statistics. Like if they just run, I'm sure they'll have some sort of program they can run and be like, statistically, there's this would have been impossible for this guy to get transcendent. So he's got to reroll it. But if it was potentially possible, sounds like they'll let him keep it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, so De Defiant Vixen. Yeah, I think if a lot of people were buying these, knowing that it was an issue and planning to benefit from it, and like that's a risk you take. Like, yeah, I don't feel bad about that at all. Like, 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 let's be real. If you were buying it, assuming that was the case, like, I mean, if you were buying it and shopping for a transcendent, then you knew, you knew that was a yeah. thing. And this isn't new. Like, they haven't like this thought of like. Hey, we might have to make them reroll. That's not like brand new news. Like they've already said, like we've got to find a way to fix this. So, yeah, this is that definitely honestly a gamble. Doesn't, doesn't bother me. <sighs> Let's see, Habibi. When is Gen Zero raffle? Crystalville Gen Zero raffle not happening until Gen Zeros can even come into existence, which would be phase two of Crystalville. I don't know when that's going to happen. Um. Okay, I've got a good one. A good uh, trivia question. So, guys. Here's what we're giving away. Um, Let's see it. I am going to give away this guy. Level two. You know what? I actually don't know if uh, this is a like DR1. Whoa. What is? Arch part. It is a, D, it is a DR1 archer. Cool. I mean, somebody with Gen 2 starts out a little more expensive, you know, 26 Jewel, but maybe this could be helpful for someone that can't afford a DR1 Gen 1. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like, I price-checked it. Like, DR1 and a Gen 2 is doesn't carry the same value as in Gen 1, but, I mean, heck, I hope it, I hope it helps somebody. So, 168558. Lucky winner is going to get this. We're going to do trivia question. And the trivia question is, I'm going to say a quote, and you're going to have to tell me what show it's from. <clears throat> this is movie, TV show? 
TV series, very popular TV series. If you don't know, like if you get to the end, and you're like, I've never heard of that TV series. Like, you need a you You've need lived a, under a rock. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on, but there's issues. So, <clears throat> all right, here it is. Um, so guys, first things first, put your Discord name. Guys, again, don't type it. Don't like, don't hit enter. Don't send it right now. Type your Discord name in. Mine would be Sandwich Punch hashtag two five one eight. Get that ready so that all you have to do is type in your answer and hit enter. If you don't include your Discord and username with your answer, it's kind of an auto disqualification. So get that ready. Here is the question. So um, here is the quote. You had me at meat tornado. <laughs> all right. So here's the here's the quote again. You had me at meat tornado. <laughs> this should be an easy one. I mean, if you Google this, it's just like an immediately response yeah. to. So I hope somebody I hope somebody knew that without Googling. For real. Workaholic. There uh, we go. Standish. Are you seeing Standish? Yep. Yeah, those all came in. Those all came in really close. So I know, like for example, Anarcho Joe, Matt Alksness, like it might show you coming up first on your screen, but on our screen, which is the one we have to go by, Standish eight eight six five oh, man. was the first one. Look at those one two three four five at the exact same second. Ah. Look at the timestamps on those. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I wish. Yeah. Standish. So, Standish, congrats, man. Um, I will DM well you done. after this. Everybody <laughs> else, uh, Anarcho Joe, Matt, Stronghold, super close, guys. Um, and I, like, I, I fully realize and recognize that on your screen, you might have actually been first, but on our screen, it, it shows Standish as first. So, thanks for joining us, everybody. <clears throat> Hopefully, this information was helpful um really looking forward to these training and stat quests to see what that's like and uh yeah we'll plan Honestly, to do it's our... gonna be nice to have anything different than just the static quests oh, yeah. we've been doing it'll be, be nice fun. to mix it up and i feel like the game's on a really good trajectory april's gonna be awesome when pets come out hatch those eggs rarity yeah. system for them so i'm excited i really am excited for the upcoming future of the game agreed all right guys thanks for joining us we'll catch you guys on our next one let's see wait this weekend Stronghold. right uh yeah we'll, we're gonna do our like podcast which is like our our like main show with bloater punch some <laughs> of you hate him some of you love him we love him he's not going anywhere so uh, you hate you haters out there that are like Boo, bloater punch. Like, <laughs> sorry, he's he's sticking around. Stronghold, no, sorry. These videos do not have their own write-ups. Although, yeah, that's uh, I just don't have the like mental yeah. capacity to take on another write-up. So catch it on anyways. Spotify. Yep, yep. Catch, it on catch Spotify. it on Spotify. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. See you guys.